T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Out of this place, someone you can lend. Little Irish band for Michael Kelly, the Irishman who... Are you still in Ireland, chap? Uh, right now, I am in Ireland, about 45 minutes outside of Dublin. Yes. I just got done playing golf at a place called Powers Court golf club which may be one of the most spectacular places that i've ever seen and uh tomorrow morning i'll wake up and uh i'll leave this 59 degree weather and i'll head back to st louis for uh what what about 102 degrees or something yeah tomorrow's 102 good lord welcome back john how are you this morning where are you uh in my kitchen (laughs) (laughs) hey that's not all bad you know no, it's not bad at all. Not bad I, at I, all. I, I bet my buddy over there wouldn't know a current event if it hit him upside the head right now. Well, yeah. Gonna... So listen, I'm hoping we're not going to talk too deep today because I absolutely know nothing other than inflation is not Joe Biden's problem because it is everywhere over here in Europe, you guys. Everybody's blaming everybody for inflation. So, uh, John, you're going to have to use a different talking point today. So, Michael, what are you seeing over there? What What is uh, the inflation situation like? Well, you know, oddly enough, the American dollar is probably the strongest it's ever been, Brian. Um, it's almost virtually even. Uh, and typically in the past, I was here about six years ago, and it was um, it was almost two to one. And so now it's even. So the American dollar goes a lot farther. But, boy, gasoline... Uh, when it's paid by the gallon over here, it's about eight, nine bucks a gallon. Ooh, that hurts. So, John Hancock, uh, the right's blaming uh, Joe Biden for inflation. Does that kind of blow a hole in that claim? Well, I mean, whatever's driving inflation, you know, who knows? It is happening globally. But politically, Joe Biden is going to bear the brunt of the price for this by voters at the polls. I mean, that's just that's kind of baked into the baked into the cake there. So, John, what could a president, whether it's Biden or anybody else, do about what we are seeing right now with gas prices and with uh, inflation overall? <laughs> Michael, he's out in the middle of whatever he's doing. Uh, so, uh, I, I think. I think prospectively, uh, there's not a lot that can be done. I think we made a lot of mistakes in spending the kind of money we spent. I mean, if you look at state governments, city governments, and the uh, just the sheer vast amount of federal largesse that they've been given, they can't even spend the money that the federal government doled out uh, on the third wave of the of the COVID money. And you know, I think I think Trump administration bears uh, some blame in terms of waste wasteful spending but biden kind of did it on steroids uh so one of the things you have to do is start to control the amount of spending the other big problem we have is that we are now monetizing the debt in this country meaning that we're no longer selling bonds to to cover the the debt service that we have we're now just printing money 
to service our debt. And at some point, now uh, clearly that's an inflationary policy. And at some point, uh, it's because, you know, I'm afraid, massive economic dislocation. And that's something that really does concern me. John, I want to ask you, too, while we have time here, about the January 6th committee hearing, uh, the public hearing, primetime Thursday evening. Uh, what stood out in your mind about what we saw and heard Thursday night? Well, you know, the, the big question I've had all along was two, two questions I've had. One was, did Donald Trump really believe the election was stolen? And two, uh, was, the, was the riot a coordinated event or a spontaneous event? And I think that hearing went a long way to showing me, at least, that Donald Trump, if he didn't know the election was legitimate, he certainly had plenty of counsel from his inner circle telling him that the election wasn't stolen. That was news to me. Uh, and it's very clear now that the violence at the Capitol was planned and had been in the works for some time. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to be paying attention to see at what level that coordination took place, because I don't think they've established that just yet. Uh, but it was it was compelling television. I hope that I, I, I think that the committee aired uh, in hiring a television producer to assist. It's just a bad look to assist the presentation of the hearings. And and I hope they get into beyond the ties to Donald Trump, which are very important. I hope they also get into uh, how the policing situation at the Capitol seems so ill-prepared when the intelligence uh, projections were that violence could erupt. But but this, these are very important hearings. Yeah, Michael Kelly, have they gotten any play in Ireland? Have, did you get to see it, or have you heard much about it? And, and if so, what's the yeah. word there? Yeah, so it was uh, live news here as well over in Europe. It's being played everywhere. Uh, it was quite shocking to see uh, how in-depth uh, and how well-planned this was. Um, it, 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 it's flabbergasting to most of the folks over here that that this is the behavior and it's being accepted. I don't know how much more evidence we have to stack have stacked in front of us before we're going to hold uh, the former president accountable. But uh, look no further than the state that uh, we live in, guys. I mean— Donald Trump's influence in the Senate election could put somebody over the top. Uh, and it's kind of sad that we're in a state where even in the midst of an insurrection that's being proven on live television, people still want to listen to this uh, former president. And, uh, it's kind of crazy. You mentioned the U.S. Senate race here. A new poll came out. Eric Reitens, 26 percent. Eric Schmidt, 20 percent. Vicki Hartzler, 16 percent. But the biggest number of all, the undecided at 27 percent. Michael Kelly, your read on those numbers. Those people aren't going to vote. Um, I think this is Eric Greitens' uh, race to lose. Uh, if he doesn't lose it, um, I would be shocked. But I think he's going to be the Republican nominee for Senate. And Missouri's going to be in play because I don't know how any legitimately thinking human being could be supportive of Eric Greitens and his policies, uh, not to mention his own personal behavior. John Hancock, your read on these numbers. Well, I don't know that the polling, I just don't trust a lot of polling at this point. However, it, it's entirely plausible that Greitens could win this primary and 
then I think he's the one Republican that could lose the seat in November. But, you know, think about this, Brian. Over 60 percent of the elected uh, positions in this country uh, at the at the state and federal level, over 60 percent of uh, office holders uh, effectively win their offices in primary elections where 12 to 16 percent of the voters turn out. And if you just win that primary, then the general election is basically meaningless in so many districts and in many states in this country. Uh, and, and what that's done to our politics is it, we've removed November voters from relevance for candidates running for office. And so you don't need to appeal to a majority of the public. You need to appeal to a majority of the 15 percent that are going to vote in your primary. And that has driven the, the polarity in our politics. And I don't think it's health, healthy for the democracy. Yeah, I agree with you. Michael Kelly, uh, have a pint for me, if you would. Thank you so much for joining us from Ireland. I feel very special that you called in this morning from from the homeland. I um, am, in fact, going to have a pint for both of you uh, in the next hour. So uh, I'll be well on my way here shortly, gentlemen. Well, thank you very much, and we'll we'll turn the heat on for you. So when you come back, you'll feel nice and warm. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good one. All right, Hancock and Kelly on Total Information AM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.